Twitter should learn from Discord. We should have an auto mute. Uh, anyway, um, so we were in this medieval dungeon, right? And um, it looked it looked pretty decent, and we had some torturers tools because it was like you know you got to get away from this thing. And um, Rob found a saw, and I was like, okay, look, there's a bar over that door. It doesn't look fixed, so maybe they've left it there for us to break. And there's something inside the plank of wood or something. And he was just—he looked at me, nodded, and went, "Let's go to work." Kicked the door and started sawing bits of it. And then suddenly we we hear a panic, just thump on the door. No, 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 no! This is the exit. Stop what you're doing! Turn around! And then a voice came up over a, a corner and just said, Okay guys, love the enthusiasm. No. R wrong way. <laughs> Try the other rooms in this space. And we kind of went, oh. Oh, oh. Alright. But that was fun. <laughs> fun. And I uh, never touched a saw again. To be fair, we didn't need the saw. It was actually just there for... Uh... It was there for aesthetic effect, but it was a real, like, they had real tools there. At first I was like, oh, they're probably fixed to the table, it's probably just set dressing. Oh no, we can pick these up! Okay, that means we have to use them. I'm a, I'm a tabletop roleplayer. If someone says, oh, there's also this thing, I'm going to assume that that's included in some way to the setting. <laughs> right then, let's crack on the intro. Uh, it's time for us to arrive, raise hell and leave. We are the heartbreakers, risk takers, anything but boring. The Mavericks, the dreamers, we march to the beat of a different drum. And for the first time in more than seven years, I am pleased to welcome you to Monday Night Live. Joining us tonight is a Glaswegian voiceover artist and audio drama expert at role-playing game creators Shades of Vengeance. He's like a brother to me. He's one of my best friends. It's Leo Kosh. How are you doing, my friend? Extremely good, thanks. I just need to remember to keep pressing my mic on and off, which is very fun. Uh, you've still got it, by the way, Rob. They're very nice. Very nice. Never left me. Never left me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, uh, yeah, so, go on. Yeah, go on. Um, here's what's going to happen then. I normally do some icebreakers when I have, when I have a guest on Code Words or sometimes Bigger Movie Pod. Um, but I know you quite well, but I've got some for you anyway. So here's your first icebreaker. Name your favourite pub in New Cross, South East London. Oh, this isn't a uh, this isn't an icebreaker. This is just a trip down memory lane. Um, it was. <laughs> there is a uh, wonderful gig space slash spirits club slash haunt of uh, some crusty art students uh, called the New Cross Inn, and it's fantastic. Um, I've not been in many moons, but. Uh, I did want to go and see a uh, favorite punk band of mine a couple years back, but unfortunately, I was busy. Unfortunately, conventions uh, conventions go over uh, folk punks, unfortunately. Uh, New Cross Inn, hands down. <laughs> oh, I have memories of that place too. I remember a, a woman slapping me on the face and calling me daddy, then I got scared and ran away and left. Uh, <laughs> with, with any other context or just a hello slap? <laughs> Oh, it's a memory lane I'm going to avoid. Uh, so the next question to you is, uh, where's the best place to eat in central London? Oh, now you've, uh, now you've foiled me because you know me, I love to eat food. Um, it depends on what you want. All right, okay. Uh, I'll give you a top three, okay? In central London, uh, Chinatown. The best thing about Chinatown is you can get go to like three different countries in about a 15 minute walk. So, first off, you're gonna go to a uh, a place called uh, Wong K. 
it's like a Cantonese canteen kind of thing. Really cheap, free green tea. Um, the brilliant customer service is this, what food do you want? Okay, great. And then they give it to you in about 10 minutes, all told. Um, Wong, W-O-N-G-K-K-E-I. Uh, and then you follow that up by going straight past the rest of Warder Street, and you go for a drink at um, the Swift Bar in, uh, on Old Compton Street. Swift. I mean, to be fair, I like whiskey, so that's probably why I want to go to a whiskey bar. But um, I know I said top three, but it's actually a top two. It's a combo that I've uh, not had time to do yet because uh, payday is not for another while. <laughs> but yeah, Chinatown. You'll always find something good in Chinatown. I remember those fish with the cream in which were well, not real fish, like pastry fish or donut fish, whatever they are. They are so good. Yeah. Uh, the next question then. What are your memories of presenting a student radio show at Goldsmiths University of London? <laughs> uh, I have multiple. I had my own show, um, which was every Tuesday. I found basically music I liked, but mainly rock, because I was still in that sort of... Uh... You know how you're a teenager until you're about... 22, I was one of those people. Um, I played rock music uh, on Mardi Rock, got to interview a very cool band, a blues band called Coffee Pot Drive. Uh, and, uh, and then my most favorite memory, because we both discovered them together, uh, was a guy called uh, Brains McLeod, who used to be, uh, he was part of a, uh, a rap duo called Syllable and Brains that fooled the rest of the UK into thinking they were American, even though they were uh, two uh, two rappers from Scotland. And uh, someone on this uh, this space found him and got him to agree to an interview and said, "Do you want a co-host?" And I said, "Oh yeah, okay." And uh, I got a bit big, a bit big for my boots and tried to uh, quietly hijack the show. <laughs> That's a fun memory. Fun memory. Yeah. <sighs> You, yeah, I forgot to lift his fader up. I'll never forget that. I forgot to lift his fader up, so it sounded like I was talking like that. But, oh, idiot mistake, that one. But anyway, that's one of my problems too. Um, Coffee Pot Drive, I forgot about them. Yeah. Um, but before I ask the next question, thank you, Robbie, Dave, and Ryan for tuning in. Um, it's great to have you on board. So the next question is, how would you describe our time as housemates, Leo? Uh, hmm. In, in, multiple, in multiple, in multiple ways. Uh, we had some good, we had some good times. We had some, uh, uh, you, you know what? It definitely made me a better person. I'll tell you that much. That was my first proper uh, living situation that wasn't, you know, student halls or a bit more, uh, a bit less studenty. Actually, you know, we we planned some things out. We got to hang a bit. Focused on work. I remember, <laughs> I remember you telling me, look, I know you need something to distract yourself in the morning, but can you not play metal in the shower? Because my room is next door. <laughs> That's what, you said that to me one morning. That was fun. Um, yeah, it was good, man. If uh, London wasn't the way it w is right now, with uh, the uh, spaces market kind of uh, going a bit went mental, I'd go look for a house. <laughs> Oh, I would love to live with you again. That was a good time. Um, now, let's crack on with a rise, raise hell and leave. So here's how it's going to work. I've prepared a series of statements slash questions about love in popular culture. Checks that my mic's on so you can hear this. <laughs> and you'll get to choose how Leo and I answer them. 
I'll read out four possible options per statement slash question for you. And through the medium of emojis, you can cast your vote. Basically, since there's only three of you here, <laughs> raise a hand uh, when I read out the option, if you want to do that one. So here's question run, run one even. Uh, I'll run through the options and then we'll go back and vote. So this is the first one. What wouldn't meatloaf do for love? A, drive to Hastings for an expensive loaf of bread. B, dress up like Cupid and shoot people with arrows. C, experiment in one fetish too far. Or D, hold up a boombox outside your window to win you back. So I'll read those questions again, answers again, and I'll look out for the emojis. And when they appear, that's what we'll run with. And Leo and I will have to try and make a story out of it or something. Uh, this is car crash audio, but, you know, we're here now, so thanks for coming. <laughs> a, drive to Hastings for an expensive loaf of bread. Not that one. Okay. Dress up like Cupid and shoot people with arrows. Oh, no, nothing there. Raise a hand if you... I think the next one's going to happen. Uh, experiment in one fetish too far. So if you like the sound of that one, use an emoji. And just you know what? Uh, Meatloaf might have written a song about that. We'll get to that. And the next one is hold up a boombox outside your window to win you back. Ah, oh, that surprised me. I thought you were going to be potty-minded and go for the experiment in one fetish too far, but people are saying hold up a boombox outside your window to win you back. Okay. So apparently, uh, Meatloaf is John Waters now. Oh no, not John Waters. Oh, I've handed my film buff card. So, Meatloaf has broken your heart and he's trying to win you back. He comes outside your window and he's not going to hold up a boombox because he's a walking boombox, or was, rest in peace, mate. Also, rest in peace, Ivan Reitman of Ghostbusters. Um, so, he's coming to your window and he's going to start singing to you. Leo, what song is he going to start singing? Uh, huh. Tens, doesn't it? Because, uh, I think, you know what? He's going to try and remind you, he's going to try and remind you, remember the good times, and go through the full, uh, the full extended version of Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Remember that time I took you on a drive and we, uh, had some fun together? <laughs> God, uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light is really weird because there's a breakdown, uh, there's a breakdown with baseball commentary. You know, like, first, second, third base. I remember my, my dad put that song on and was like, Hey, son, that's a metaphor. And when I said, what, what is it? He said, you'll find out. <laughs> didn't bother to elaborate. Oh, um, I've got an idea of what you might sing outside. I'm thinking, Barbie girl... Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Or, if he's feeling kind of angry, it might be Metallica. Die, 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 my darling. I mean, he can be scary. Or what else would he go for? Um, if you want to be my lover, I can see him doing some Spice Girls. Oh, you mean, you mean what would he cover? Or anything you like, yeah. Anything you like. Huh. I'll, uh, I'll, ru I'll ruminate on that. Maybe even nursery rhymes, maybe. I know I'm going to kind of getting creepy here, but what if he went, the incy wincy spider I climbed up the border spout? This is a... That's not going to win anyone back, especially not me. Well, I don't think... <laughs> I don't think he can do uh, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston because that is the definitive version of that song. I know it was... I didn't I think... know it until recently, but it was originally um, Molly Parton, wasn't it? And her massive hair that... Recorded that track, but yeah, Whitney Houston she wrote it. it. She not, it wasn't just Dolly recording it, she wrote it too. Well, yeah, I didn't want to give her too much credit though. Because... <laughs> oh, give Dolly credit where it's due. I'm sorry, it's I will fine, go to bat for Dolly Carton. Oh, no, you bat for day. Dolly, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> um, 
Welcome to Marty Rock and Wild Radio. How are you doing? Uh, sorry, this would be the 44th or 4500 hour. Do you remember that, Leo? When we, we didn't, yeah. have, we so didn't have, have it. Was, you speak. I'll shut myself up. There. <laughs> 4500 I'm gonna I'm going to jump on that. Um, because student radio is uh, full of people on their own timetables, sometimes we check to see, especially during exam time, uh, some people didn't make their slot. So what we did... <laughs> Because we knew the passcodes to the studio and we didn't need any keys or anything. Uh, we were in good with the, uh, the old managers back in the day. So we'd, uh, we'd go, oh, are people doing, people are researching, are people finishing their dissertations? Cool. Hey, do you want to go to the studio? And we just made some stuff off, off the, uh, up on the fly. We made some playlists. We came up with some topics and uh, we, we hijacked the hour. Or sometimes if people couldn't make it, they'd ask us, oh, do you want to do, do a show in our, in our place? A couple of my friends did that. Uh, Back in the day as well. <laughs> that, that's the 7500 hour. Oh, I told you it was called that because it's the transponder code for a plane hijacking. So <laughs> we're taking over, we're hijacking the airwaves. You know, the plane thing kind of worked. So, yeah, that's what we did. Um, so, let's go back to Meatloaf for a second. Leo, are we sticking or twisting on the song you selected? He should sing outside your window, or we shouldn't sing out. That's what we've done it wrong, haven't I? These are songs he shouldn't do. Outside your window, so yeah, die, 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 my darling, probably isn't one of them. Oh, uh, yeah, no, okay, songs okay. shouldn't uh, sing outside your window. window. That's a very different. Uh, that's a very different animal. Uh, I think uh, he definitely shouldn't sing "Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Yellow Polka Dot Bikini." That would be awful. I'm sure that's what Hang on a sec. Leo, you keep talking because you've just prompted me to get some headphones, so I'm going to do that now. Hang on. I think we figured out the uh, sound bleed problem on, uh, on uh, Rob's end of the phone there. Potentially. Potentially. I don't know. Could be wrong. You know what? I've just realized my phone doesn't have a headphone jack and I need to set up. Oh, smartphones are just... And uh, I needed to set up my Wi-Fi uh, headphones. Hang on. I use them for the runnings that I do. Bear with me. Uh, no wonder there was bleach. Okay, call me old-fashioned, but I love having a headphone jack. Hang I on a second. Let me plug myself in. Here we go. Oh, hang on. I don't know. That's 100%. <laughs> there we go. Come on, phone. Do your thing. I never have this kind of problem on wired, no, wired radio, on bigger movie pod or code words. Force of habit, though. It happens. We're doing this live. Oh dear. This didn't work. At, <laughs> that didn't work at all for me. <laughs> um, what's do, what happens when we do the option? Adjust settings. Share feedback. Well, it's not that kind of feedback, is it? Um, uh, okay, I'm just going to leave it like this for now, and I will play with the, the muting stuff. Uh, if you ever come on Code Words, Leo, or Bigger Movie Pod, actually, I'd love you to come on Code Words. I'd love you to do the HTML um, starter tutorial idea, just to see how you get on with it. And then we can talk about what you thought of it. Oh, computers are wonderful things, but I'm not a computer person. A computer, as I would call it, because I love the IT crowd. Um, <laughs> Okay, let's uh, get on with the next question. But I would like to, if you do want to give it a go, that'd be great because I would love to have you on Code Words. And you're welcome anytime you like on Bigger Movie Pod. Bigger Movie Pod is filth. I won't lie to you. We get up to some awful things on this. <laughs> but it's a bloody good time. And I have nearly killed Dave, who you can see on the call. We are by the stuff I've said. I've nearly made him choke on his cereal. And for that, I apologize. 
<laughs> so the next question: If we pitched another rom-com to Hugh Grant, what would it be? A. Full vaccines and a funeral. B. Lockdown actually. C. Notting pill pop in blueberry. Or D. About a banjo string. So, <laughs> uh, if you, uh, I'll read them out again and then ping up an emoji with the one you fancy. Um, so, A. Full vaccine. Uh, fac- uh, full vaccines and a funeral. No, no, nothing there. B. Well, lockdown. <laughs> B. B. Lockdown actually. Nope. Uh, C. Notting pill pop in blueberry. Well, I wonder where we're going then. D, about a banjo string. Which one would you like us to talk about? A, four vaccines and a funeral. B, lockdown, actually. C, notting pill popping blueberry. I don't want to say that anymore. And D, about a banjo string. I feel like we got, I feel like we got blueberries on the go. I, I, I've got an idea for about a banjo. Oh, so. take it away, Leo. Oh, okay. Um, first things first, it's a period piece. The year is 2012. <laughs> Hugh Grant is a struggling songwriter in, uh, you know, uh, some part of, uh, let's call it Shepherd's Bush. You know, it's vaguely bougie, but not totally in 2012. The Olympics are on the go. He's pitched some ideas to um, places. And then he hears about all these bands making some, uh, making some noise with the Communion record label. He goes, oh, okay. Folk's coming back in a big way. Americana's coming back in a big way. What about proper bluegrass this time? And he's been playing uh, guitar for a number of years, but he's never had to play uh, the banjo before. So he has to learn how to do proper chicken-picking banjo from some, uh, let's think, uh, Billy Bob Thornton is a busker at Camden Market playing absolutely crazy banjo all the time. And he's like, teach me how to do the banjo. And that's... uh, that's what we get there. It's more of a buddy comedy than a rom-com, maybe. I don't know. It depends on your, uh, your view of the whole thing. But I think that could be a fun time. <laughs> oh, oh, Leo, we are on different, different wavelengths on this one. Uh, I was inspired by this question because I watched an episode of Fresh Meat, uh, the student-based Manchester episodic show written by the peep show creators Sam and Jesse. And uh, Oregon is having sex with a, an exchange student on the desk and she snapped his banjo string. But I didn't know it was called that, so... Oh, of course it is. You've just, you've just transported me back to year 10. Oh god, everyone talking about that. <laughs> I'm a slow learner? I didn't know it was called a banjo string. Um... But let's stick with your version anyway, because your version is uh, nice. <laughs> Mine is nothing but filth. So we'll continue on to question three. We've, I hope you like some of these answers. We've been asked to write a new love song, but what do we call it? Here are your options. I'll read them out once and then we'll go around again. You can sign what you like. And then Leo and I, yeah, you're laughing, Ryan. I want to know what you have for your curry as well, by the way. I'm so easily distracted. Like, what did you have for your curry? Was it paneer butter masala in the end, like I suggested? Or did you go for Britain's national dish, you know, uh, a chicken tikka masala? Anyway, um, DM me or just tweet me, Ryan. I'm just really interested in your curry. Uh, okay, so question, <laughs> question three. We've been asked to write a new love song, but what do we call it? A, silent pornography. B, another one bites the crust. C, love is an open drawer. Or D, the womb where it happens. So here's... <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll go around again, then you can ping an emoji up to let me know which one you'd like us to talk about. Um, so A, silent pornography, inspired by the song Violent Pornography by 
system of a down. Uh, B, another one bites the crust. No, well, I'm going to claim that for when I start writing musical numbers for pizza readers. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Uh, C, inspired by Frozen, love is an open drawer. Or D, the womb where it happens. Well, I think we're going to go for the womb where it happens, Leo. Oh, God. The sequel to Womb Raider. Of course it is. Of course it is. Where's Arena when you need her? You don't know who that is, I don't think, Leo. But Arena is one of our, our, our friends and hosts on Bigger Movie Pod, and she is absolutely wonderful, and she would have loved that reference. Or not. I'll find out tomorrow when I play it back on Bigger Movie Pod. Uh, um, are you free tomorrow, Leo, by any chance? Uh, unfortunately, I have work for the rest of the week. I was trying to press gang you in because Darren's getting pissed in South Wales. Uh, sorry, he's he's had an awards conference thing for his job, aka getting pissed in South Wales. Um, so yeah, we're going to do the room where it happens, inspired by the Hamilton song, <laughs> the room where it happens. So I'm, off, no, the top, of, off the top oh, of my head. Also, uh, I don't know if your headphones are working, bud, but you might need to mute again. <laughs> there we go. Oh no, there we go. Right. Uh, the only thing I can think of. With uh, with a with a song like "The Womb Where It Happens," obviously it's by Leslie Odom Jr., and obviously it's some sort of uh, some sort of uh, it's 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 a it's a mashup. It's, that's exactly what it is. It's a mashup between Genuine and all his R and B, you know, Pony that kind of stuff. All those other uh, all those other dirty jams, and uh, Leslie Odom Jr. gets a couple of verses to himself about how he's gonna uh, have a fun time. <laughs> God, this is this is a new level of actually it's not a new level of filth for you, is it, Rob? Now that I think about it. Blasphemy. Uh yep, that's that's the best I can come up with. That suggests that you don't listen to bigger movie pod. Uh in in my defense, I don't actually. I didn't I didn't know you bigger movie pod existed until you started talking about it. I jumped on the code word screen. Oh, I'm, I'm just crying now, Leo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. Happy, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Father. Father. That's uh, my ode to uh, Matt Berry, though. I love Matt Berry. We we bumped, but we didn't bump into Matt Berry, so, did we? We came very close. We saw him on the opposite side of the street. And we're like, oh my God, that's Matt Berry over there. Oh my God, look at him. He's, he's, he's Matt Berry in the flesh. It's amazing. Hi, it's uh, Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, uh, that reminds me about the other uh, the other London anecdote that you did that I keep tell I, t- I tell to everyone I meet, Rob, even if I don't t- talk to you by name. Uh, normally, tourists are in our way, or they were. Well, you guys <laughs> uh, tourists are in our way quite a lot, and every time I see them, I remember when we were walking down Brick Lane. And you said to me, oh, God, sometimes I just get so frustrated. And you just went, move <laughs> to this terrified family of tourists that were just blocking the, wor- the road. A-, a wall of stupid, as one of my uh, other acquaintances has described, a family of tourists walking horizontal. Um, but yeah, you, you, you scared the absolute hell out of most of them. It got them moving and stepping to the right and such, like it- instilling proper etiquette, both in... Uh, pedestrian ways and London transport ways. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
it just gets frustrating. I know people are tourists, they don't know where they're going, but just I feel like Jeremy Clarkson now. So but just move. Like also I find if you're on the tube and you want people to move out of your way, talk to yourself out loud because people will give you a wide berth if they think you're nuts. Okay. <laughs> All right, I don't have to be going near him. Don't it talks people. I don't do this. I talk to people. I used to talk to people on the tube who read the newspaper or for, not foreigners, tourists from other parts of the country because they're also very chatty. But Londoners, they don't want you to talk to them. Like, no, can't you see? I've got my coffee. I've got my pasty from the West Cornwall pasty shop. Uh, do you know what? The thing that really annoyed me getting on the train, someone had McDonald's or Burger King or whatever. It's, just, ugh, it's vile. Get off my train. Uh, <laughs> What annoys you about passengers in London, Leo? Oh, it's not passengers that are my problem. Uh, my problem there, Rob. It's the uh, the Great British public and their drinking habits. Uh, for those for those for the uh, those of you around here, uh, when I'm not doing silly voicey stuff or uh, helping out my friends at Shades of Vengeance and conventions, I get my money the old-fashioned way by grafting in a bar. And unfortunately, it's a bar in central London. So I get to see the great and the good, or not so good, get completely inebriated and uh, make absolute fools of themselves. <laughs> the thing that shocked me the most about something you told me is that people were doing lines of cocaine on the table. Do you remember telling me that, Leo? I do remember telling you that uh, because I, I was working the whole day that day and everyone on staff was making jokes about was... Uh, how it was Brexit Day, because it was the, the final signing of the papers and such like. And we got some very interesting folks in, clad in uh, St. George's Crosses or Union Jack clothing and such like, and um, they decided that they would treat the place like their local, which apparently included setting up lines of gear and doing bumps off of our um, coffee tables. Uh, yeah, that, that happened a total of three times before security had to get them out. It was not my not my proudest moment, and now I see why some drinking holes have uh, additional defense measures in other countries. Um, what's the worst thing you've ever done while you've been drunk? That's to you, Leo. What's the worst thing you've ever done when you've been drunk? I know what uh, I've yeah. never done. No, <laughs> this is a this is a leading question because I think about this moment every day because <laughs> you were there oh. with me. I loved it. Oh, this was awful. This was awful. I was absolutely hammered. Um, I can't remember what we were drinking, but I'd had too much of it. And uh, I thought I would be fine. I thought I'd be fine. And we were uh, sitting in a lovely pub. Um, knew, the, knew, the, knew, the, knew the landlord a little bit by name. He was all right. Good, good Irish lad. Uh, and we, um, we got talking to some... I uh, some they weren't. I don't think they were girls in our course, were they? No, the, uh, one, of them, one of them was called Nora. Um, from I can't remember the name of their show, but they, they had a show on Wired Radio as well. I, I don't remember, but uh, I can remember us talk something or other, and I remember them saying something like, "Oh yes, I went to this art exhibition recently, and it was about oil painting." And I remember thinking to myself, "The oh, you should say the words. Oh, I love painting. I'm friends with so many artists." And I opened my mouth. And I just explode. It's the most horrendous. Like I'm about to go, oh yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't come out as an oh yeah. It comes out as a gastric nightmare. And the pub went silent. Everybody went silent. Those two walked away in disgust, rightfully so. Um, but then the landlord stands up and looks at you and goes, okay, you got to take your pal home. 
or uh, sorry, shall I add a bit of authenticity? All right, bud, you've uh, you've drank enough, so it's time time for you to leave. Time for you I'm to leave. To leave. <laughs> exactly. I, I hadn't finished my pint at this time, but I remember sitting next to you. This happened in slow motion. It's like no, as this chunder accelerated across the table onto these poor women and. Oh and no! It didn't it hit them, did it? Is this news to you several years later, Leo? Yes, it is, because I thought it, I thought the table was the only target. That's the... Oh, oh they, if, if we were at Sea Parks, they would have been in the splash zone, Leo. <laughs> also, I'm calling it Sea Parks because of the IT crowd, not Sea oh, whatever. This is a horrible revelation. Uh, and there's a happy ending to it, though. I remember it, it poured and poured down with rain that day. When doesn't it? Actually, today has not been so bad. But I walked you home to like a really. You lived in Lewisham, I think, at the time. Did you live in Lewisham? Yeah, I did. You know, that I was did, a long, yeah. that was a fair old walk for us and our tiny little um, dash and legs, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> I walked you all the way home to yours to make sure you got home safe because, um, yeah, you were inebriated. And then I walked myself home, which took a long time because. I had to double back on myself. I was drenched. But that was, I love that memory uh, because it was so out of character for you. And you were apologizing all the way home. Like, it's okay, Leo. These things happen. They don't really happen to everyone. Like that. I mean, I don't know anyone else apart from you that has projectile vomited on somebody. I mean, <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm that person for you. And that's I horrendous. think we just lost the listener because of that comment. Yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, to be honest, I don't know how we can't put uh, content warnings. On this kind of stuff. Oh, this is a wonderful first impression for everybody here. Hello, everyone. I'm a better person now. I actually drink much more sparingly. Well, yeah. Um, I do love you, Leo, and you are like a brother to me. You're one of my best friends. Um, and the worst thing I've ever done is nearly killing someone with a boss by putting someone on my shoulders and doing an airplane spin. So <laughs> nobody's perfect, are they? <laughs> I suppose that's uh, that's all in balance, isn't it? Yeah, um, I actually haven't had a drink in nearly, so we've got to be back over two years now. If I was CM Punk, I would have X's on my hands. Yeah, someone get a ruler, because it sounds like you're a straight edge. Yeah, I am the messiah. I'm a very naughty boy. Oh, hang on a sec. Our beloved Matt Sales from Big Movie Pod wants to say something, so I've got to figure out how to do that. Hang on. Uh, hang on. Hang on. Where's it going? Re- requested. I can't say that. Where, There's like where's... a tick, tick button. Oh, that means. Hang on. Let me click on him. Come on. Come on. I'm moaning at myself now. Um, speakers, 10 open spots. Why can't I do this? And Rob wants to work in tech. <laughs> um, hang on. Ooh. I can't find Co-host, uh, I've added him as a speaker. Let's see if this works. No, or not. Uh, don't forget to unmute yourselves, lads. Hello, hello. Can you hear me, Rob? I know you love a bit of moaning, don't you? You naughty little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what he does like a bit of a moan. He does, doesn't he? He's a right moany little slag sometimes. How you doing, Leo? You all right? I'm all good, mate. I think I've. Um, have I met you once? I'm not sure. I think I've met you once. We'll see. I think. Uh, I'm not too sure, but uh, no, it's a pleasure. Uh, oh, the host is having connection issues. Hey, oh, the cat's away in the nice little <laughs> uh, He's always got some sort of fucking issue, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. Uh, but, uh, I have no idea Monday, what you're doing, everybody. but I love it. I've got no idea what I'm uh, Truth be told, I've, uh, Rob is the head honcho. He just said, you, you turn up. Let's have, a, let's have some fun time. 
Why not? Just, just bring your bring your lovely self, is what you said to me. I'm waiting for, so we'll I'm see, waiting for my we'll takeaway, so I thought I'd jump in and uh, see what's going on. Oh, yeah, what, what are you scanning? Uh, Chinese. Classic. Yes. Uh, a good, good, useful one. Um, while I don't have access to a wonderful uh, voting... Uh, voting set of questions. Oh, we. Oh, I've just got. A, I've just got a, a a message from the man himself. We lost spaces apparently. Um, oh really? Well, uh, let me see if I can reinvite the man. So have I broken it? Uh, it's, it's either your problem or it's my problem. <laughs> uh, to be honest, it's probably me. <laughs> let's let's see if this works. Uh, I'll I'll tell him that he's been ousted. <laughs> Give me two <laughs> seconds, there, folks. It's typical, isn't it? He's the one who sets it all up and then he disappears. I'm going to blame... Uh, I am going to blame Twitter for this one, personally. I think, uh, wow. I think this, is, this is all their you, problem. Are you doing a Trump? Are you blaming Twitter? 